0: Hello once again to... Going to say GGR to the way with Gray and I. Thank you. We've been doing a lot of Gray's Green Room with Mister Gray here, so I get a little bit confused sometimes. Thanks for coming along, Gray. Guess what, Gray? Sure. Special time. Yeah. yeah, yeah what do you prefer? Special, do you prefer specials or reviews, or are you not going to comment? Uh, I like everything. <laughs> oh man. Look, as long as we're, as long as we're talking trek I'm good. Ah, that's a good answer. I was going to say you're one of those annoying people who just likes everything and never has an opinion, but no, he does. He does i have um, plenty of opinions <laughs> <laughs> we know I mean, oh, special in star trek uh right great do you want to tell the people today what special we're doing and kind of how we're going yeah. to structure
1: it so today we're going to talk about our favorite star trek series meaning on television um but i do want to come and i think trev would agree with me i do want to say one thing before we start so everybody's clear it's our opinion um, it's our opinion only, number one. Number two, just because we might rate a certain series lower than another doesn't necessarily mean that we think it's a bad series. It's not a bad... If, we, if We'll we say if it's bad, put it that way. It's just that we prefer X over X, and it doesn't mean that if one's in a five position that it's terrible. Yeah. It just means that there's others that we prefer. That's all. So we didn't want to make it sound like, oh my God, they rated that one number five. They must hate it. it <laughs> I'm chilling help. out. I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> That's right. So just want to make sure you know because i know us all of us trek fans get very picky about these things so just want to say okay so
0: now i'm done with the disclaimer we do. well that's a good disclaimer um that's important to say that is our opinion and our opinion on a lot of trekkies will share the same opinion um mm-hmm. and by means at the end of this put comments below what's your top five you know, from worst sure. to best. And that's what we're going to do. We're actually going to start from the worst and work our way down top five. There's more than oh, we five. Want to be careful
1: when we, we want to be careful when we say worst.
0: It's well, yeah, we're going to get to that in least, a second. Yeah, Least
1: preferable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Caveat, yeah, because we do have a worst, um yes, which yes. we'll get to. And I'm I'm going to let Grey kick this off with the one-off special. It's a special The Trickway Award to the worst Star Trek series of all time and why. Tell them, Grey, what is it? And we both share this, okay. by the way. Okay, the worst
1: Star Trek series ever done since the beginning of time. And in the future. <laughs> is, and Yeah, <laughs> in the future. Is Star Trek Picard, hands down, period, no arguments. And I think, generally speaking, not everybody, but generally speaking, a massive amount of Trek fans all tend to agree. Um, season one was not that great. It was okay, even I'm being kind. And we were kind of hoping that that was like, all right, there's some stuff that happened, but you know, maybe it'll get better. Of course, the worst thing of all in the first season is they turned Bacard into a robot. But that's—I still can't get over that one. I just—I just don't <laughs> care. It's just not. Doesn't make sense. So that—that that was the worst they could have ever did, and they knew it was the worst. And they—and they, and if they could roll it back, they would. Um, but they can't. They already did it. They already made a canon. Then, yeah. just when you thought that was the worst. Star Trek uh, Picard season two comes out and right down the toilet. I mean, that whole season was so bad. It was smelling from here to high heaven. I mean, if you had to pick two good episodes out of the lot, it would be the first and the last. And that's it, boys and girls. The rest of it was so badly written, so badly acted, so bad.
0: As in just bad. (sighs) some bad and good moments from you Grey when it comes to that series I know it would be more difficult to find out the positive stuff so why don't you start in the negative and end in any positives in Picard for you Uh, the positives in Picard (laughs) you gotta find something
1: man (laughs) the only positive at all in the first two seasons were Riker and uh, Deanna Troy coming back Mm -hmm. there were some nice scenes of their reunion that was really great um, there were some nice scenes where Riker came uh, riding the white horse at the end uh, with a bunch of... Uh, oh, and the the, to... the,
0: the Control-C and the Control-V on the keyboard for the Star Trips.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> the scene could have been done better and has been done better by yeah. fans. But the whole point of that was good. So that was probably those
0: those two scenes were where, probably the best. Where, can people, where can people find Sound interrupt Grey? Where can people find the uh, better version of that? uh picard battle scene you you know um yeah we'll
1: have i believe it's neon light and neon visual neon visuals again we'll put it in the description again but if you just watch what he did and pretend that that was what the scene should have been like (sighs) at the end of season one man his work he does is like so fabulous that guy it's unbelievable and then and it just gets me nuts because when you see somebody like that who's very talented using programs that could be bought by anybody really um and he turns out stuff better than their re- resources which are vastly superior than his and yet they can't put out something or they get lazy one of the two that um, happens yeah, but yep.
0: what about what about the worst thing or worst one or two things from and i know you've got so many choices to make man it's I difficult there
1: I, seriously there's so much bad in it i i just i can't even do it but probably the absolute worst is what i just mentioned where they turned him into a robot at the end of season one i don't know what was in their heads doing that i have no idea who thought up this lame brain idea but you you essentially have to suspend the fact that he's not the same picard that he's just a an android now because if you don't It is so difficult to even bother watching the series and it'll be difficult to even watch the third season coming up if you try to keep that in mind. So I just pretend that it's never happened. They didn't do it uh, because it was just one of the dopiest things I've ever seen in my life that they could have done. It was awful. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: Many, many awful things. Yeah. Two years, but that was the worst. Yeah. Um, i have to agree with uh gray surprised me by putting in a special uh ttr awards or ttw even uh award for uh worst show ever but but, but just because we only done five series there's more than five so uh, we do a special if we have time hopefully we do it for uh animated section at the end as well um yes i agree with gray it's also Bacard. um we are very similar on that we were singing from the same hymn sheet on that respect uh, many crap elements to it. Uh, some of the things I hated the most. Well, the thing I hated number one the most was the 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 uh, the android thing, the robot thing that car became. That just we got we got saying over here boils my piss. It really does. It <laughs> uh, 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 really really. Why do that such iconic character? It really really uh, does my head. And Gray, he's typing notes as we're going live here. We're doing this. Like, no. Great, we're going to talk about every single Star Trek series at this rate. I, know. <laughs> in fact, well, I think, idea, I think right? we have. Um, yeah, if we've got time, we'll, we'll touch on his little comment briefly in a moment. But yeah, there's so many Nato things to say. Um, robot thing number one. Uh, for me, the other thing that done my head in was, so the writing was all over the place. I was getting confused, uh, especially in season two. Uh, there is many cringe moments... And in, in those two seasons, yeah. when you have an actor of the caliber of uh, Patrick Stewart, who bear in mind is a very, very good theater actor and he comes from there first and foremost, have, someone have has gravitas and stature, putting on a f- crap French accent and making an arse of himself in the second season, I'm just like, was it the first season? I can't remember. They both blend yeah. together because they're both crap. Um, that is that is cringy man uh time travel thing has been done to death there was no need to do what they had done more season one was better than season two because i loved the borg uh angle it was just cringy and crappy at moments if they made that a more serious angle gray the borg angle and tra- treated the borg and the borg cube like a a bigger threat than it should because you looked at that borg cube and what was going on inside you went yeah i can handle that it didn't seem like the threat that it used to be and from the Borg. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and the Borg is—they're well, the, my guys. They're number one bad guys of Star Trek. So do not ruin the Borg. We can go. We can
1: go into that probably on another special. But the Borg yeah. have been sanitized for some amount, some amount of years. Diluted, man, massively. <sighs> to Be honest. It shouldn't it shouldn't have been that way? Um, but that's another. story. I,
0: we, we could. First we could. Time. We'll talk. Will touch on uh, bad guys in a future? Uh, series mm-hmm. you know bad guys individual species on and maybe we'll do a special individual on just a borg because they're my favorite bad guys spoiler i think they're brilliant when done well um mm-hmm. but yeah so they were the bad things about Picard. the best thing about star trek Picard is in the future it's called season three people that's the best thing about We 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 hope we hope. Oh, come on, man. It can't be any worse than the first two seasons. And oh, to be yes fair, it can. no, can't. Nah, Terry, Terry, Terry Metalis is our guy <laughs> that's looking after it. He's a proper trekkie like you and I, agree.
1: No, I, I'm not he doubting is, that. But what I'm yeah.
0: saying is when you're talking about the
1: possibility that it could be crap, nah. yes, it could be crap. And here's the problem. No, no crap I mean, here. Crap here, I'm saying, man. Crap here. No, well, it, they would have to go a long way to beat season two because that was really <laughs> bad. You go so out your that way. Much, Right, so that much I'll understand. I I get it, but at the same time, the thing that I and I mentioned, I think, just to you off air maybe, but they bringing back the just about the entire cast of 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 uh, Next Generation means now the the pressure is really on. If you thought the pressure was a lot before, it's ten times greater. So now, if they mess up in the writing with the original cast, it's going to be bad, buddy. It's going to be real bad
0: because everybody will be jumping all over them going like how yeah.
1: did you xxx X,
0: X, X? and that's why termitalis won't do that because he he is a tng guy mainly that's when he that's what he grew mm-hmm. up with he loves it like passionately loves it and he's a good writer from other programs that he's done so and a producer so he knows what he's doing so i've got faith mm-hmm. um and we could talk about the future of that as well and another special where it goes after Picard season three, because we've heard rumors that there could be a season mm-hmm. four. I hope not. I, I, if they branch it in different directions, I'm happy with that. But um, uh, yeah, Gray, I've done a little bit of jiggery-pokery with it. I'll put honorable mentions a after there. I'm just thinking about time. Because okay. we've got to keep um, it in an hour and a half. But yeah. Since you kind of brought it up, if, I don't know if there's going to be
1: a season four of Picard. But to me, to be honest, I would rather not see a season four. I would rather see one-offs. So, in other words, if they were going to bring back the Next Generation cast or some of it or all of oh, it... Oh, they were talking about it,
0: movies. Movies.
1: Well, okay. But then, that either way. If they bring back a movie yeah. and they can pull it off, that'd be fine. Or, bring out a three-episode mini-season. Uh, mini, uh, mini season, That's all. So, <laughs> well, you bring out three shows and you just make it really good and bring the cast in and that's it's done. And then they, you do another one-off maybe.
0: They did mention that they possibly could do... Um, uh, with Picards, they could do some kind of special movie thing afterwards or smaller movies um, with the TNG crew, but not connected to Picard's storyline. So it's an option. I'd like to see what they'll do, because mm-hmm. they've got a big sandbox to play in. Um, and then basically, Terra Metalis is basically heavily hinting. He said it. I've actually heard him in a, a comic, well, Comic-Con-type event where um, he's saying in the future... At the end of season three, it's handing the baton over to the next crew. Uh, and we might see something with that. So, I mean, Grey and I want a show with the Enterprise F. I don't think we'll get it, but we can, we can dream, well, you
1: know. Well, <laughs> if there's supposedly, they keep saying this handing the baton garbage. If they're going to do that, then it would be interesting to see what the, and I'm only throwing this name out for the hell of it, the next, next generation would be. It'll um, be,
0: what would it be? What it called the next generation the Star Trek the, the, uh, the Star Trek the, the third F. generation. No, it'd be <laughs> the future generation TFG.
1: Okay. I'll go along <laughs> with that for
0: now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we'll just want to touch on that really briefly. So we're we're gonna okay. enter our top top five here, uh from worst down, and it's similar to our special we done on Starships a while ago, uh Save the Best to Last. And Gray and I actually match up in a few places here, surprise, surprise. I'm or not, or not really a surprise. Uh, I'll kick off. Uh, okay, but, but, I, but I do
1: want to preface because we keep falling into the rut saying worst. It's not worst. At it's least favorable. It's
0: least favorable, correct. Least favorable. Yes, you're right. Yeah, no, that's a good point because none of these are in the top five are bad shows. And, and, I'll, right. and I'll preface that and I'll put a little bit of defense for my choice here of why. I put the original series, right? Now, mm-hmm. briefly for and against... I didn't grow up with it. Not that that's a reason on its own. Um, no, that's, until, that's a decent reason. Yeah. Uh, and, until, until the um, remastered version came out, I couldn't watch that. I struggled with the the bad enterprise graphics and a yeah, guy exactly that so. was been drinking the night before as a puppeteer going like this. Uh, and I get. I don't slag them for it. It's the, <laughs> the tools they had at their disposal right. at the time. That's absolutely fine. Doesn't mean I like it just because of these limitations. So. Uh, one thing I will say about it, though, is I've only watched... I've probably watched a good few episodes over the years, to be fair. Uh, maybe not every single episode, but it's been over the course of my whole Trek career. And I won't remember all of them. I'll remember some of them. And that's why Grey and I... Gray's given me some suggestions of the top episodes of each season to watch. Um, and that'll be and, a way to discuss And you it. have the remastered versions, so. Yeah, uh, the better one as well. So it makes it a lot more enjoyable because going on to the favourable thing for all of the plus points... Um, it does have fantastic writing. It has, if I could rate a series on the quality of actual Trek, Trekness and writing, it would be at towards the top, if not at the top. So okay. that's, that's a good compliment I'm giving it here. So it's, this is not a negative here, really. Um, I do like some of the rawness of the original series as well, where... Don't, some things are not applicable then, as they are in Future Trek as yeah, well. Yeah, there's They're there's a few episodes wrong. that are definitely dated. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not not no many, problem. but there are a few. There are yeah, a few. it's not a big issue. So that's my um, that's that's my least favorable show of all of them. But I still have a lot of time for it. And it's not on this list. But if you had to put a knife it's more nice than guns here i guess in the uk Grey. if you had to put a gun in my head um i would have to say the original movies uh with the tos are actually better than the tng movies despite me being more used to them so there you go that's oh yeah i can't give a bigger compliment that the series is not as nowhere near as good as the movies but the movies came later they had a bigger budget they had more experience they were going to be better um So yeah, that is that is my least favorable of the lot. Gray's least favorable blows my mind that it's this <laughs> low down because it was so I have a good. Reason,
1: Go Gray, what's your least favorable of the five? Remember, I'm saying least favorable. I'm not saying bad because I like it a lot. And so, but it, it may sound controversial, but there's a reason. Um, I rate Strange New Worlds as in the number five position as the least favorable. Now. Do I like the series? I like the series immensely. But the reason I'm doing that is because it has not got a track record yet. There's only been one season and one season only. And for that matter, it's only been like, what, 12 episodes or whatever it is. That's not enough for me to sit there and vote on an entire series. Every other series that we're rating right here, we're putting into our little top five. Every one of them has had, you know, several seasons, you know, at least five, six, seven years. And that is a great, huge body of work to judge a series by. You can't yep. really judge uh, A Strange New Worlds because it just plain hasn't been out there long enough. Now, I'm not expecting the series to tank all of a sudden, but let's just say for argument's sake... It's a bit harsh, though,
0: isn't it? I mean, it's only on one season. It's not yeah. its fault. Right. I, I agree, but that's the whole
1: point. I can't...
0: You I can only can't... go on what you've seen. Right.
1: And what I've seen is extremely good, very promising, and I'm expecting that I'll be changing my opinion on this once we get a little under under their belt, uh, so to speak. So that's the only reason why I placed it there is just because it just doesn't have a big enough body at work. Hard to rate something when you're just going like 12 episodes versus, God, I, I mean, hundreds of episodes of other series that have had a chance and been on the air a lot longer. So yeah. that's why I did that.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, it's a very... Solid reason and like we'll keep emphasizing we'll have emphasized and we'll keep emphasizing at least at least favorable as grace had to correct me because that's true not one of these top five or bottom five are bad shows in my opinion or mm-hmm. Gray's opinion uh, okay we probably won't have time to get through everything but yeah um, number four on the list for me is Strange New Worlds um, How some... could you do that? No <laughs> <only> I'm <kidding. laughs> so, Similar reasons to Grey but 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 um it's kinda like the fact it of course it's kinda like for reasons, TOS well, it is Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's TOS TOS Pre <laughs> you know I mean? TOS <laughs> pre TOS yeah But this is my point that I made before if TOS had been made now it'd probably be very similar to Strange Doorms. Yeah. Probably yeah, you know maybe be. the writing a little bit different of writing's evolved, but it would be very similar, yeah, I, I mean, think, Ray.
1: Not real. I think the reason why Strange New Worlds appeals across the board to even critics who are not really fond of uh, and, pe- and regular people alike is the fact that, yes, the reason they even did a show like that is because, duh, they finally listened to the fans after three or four years. Yeah, that's true. Number two, they, number two the whole show is patterned off of what they did in TOS. There's no way about that. You can deny any of that. No, it's this. The writing is just is is solid. The acting is solid. The, the repartee between the, the ensemble, everybody that was picked for actors, everything up top to the bottom is almost a carbon copy of what they did in TOS, with the exception of it being today. Yeah, yeah, and It proves it, and look how look how good it is.
0: I mean, look how much everybody loves it.
1: I mean, it's, that's, you know,
0: it's the way it should have been. But again, yeah. again, TOS only had certain tools to play with, so I'm, not, I'm never going to down it for that one. Um, Strange in the Worlds for me is... It's very hard for me to find negatives in it. Really, really. I'm struggling so bad to find negatives in it. Um, uh, I mean, I can't find I, any. I th-
1: none. Generally it, non, there is, the, not. The yet. only negative would be would go back to what I said before. It's only
0: been one season. That so isn't a negative. That's just that's like a well, force yeah, of no, nature. No, no. It's it's yeah, just yeah. it's it is what it is. I mean, it might be a negative later on where we go, God, there's been too many episodes, or there's been too little, and please stop now, or yeah. please carry on. Um but I don't like these shorter episodes these days anyway. I mean, shorter uh, season lengths anyway. Dis- yeah. And we've discussed this in the past, but at least we're getting really good writing with us. So uh, many positives to it. Many positives to this show. Yep. Um, let's say two S the way it should have been. Um, I We get to see a lot more of Pike, who uh, people that watch the show know the story of why Pike's there and why Kirk's there. And it's it conveniently folds into a nice story for, uh, for, for Strange New Worlds because they can they had about what was it, six, seven, eight odd years of the Pike era to cover so they could go mm-hmm. a full run if they wanted to and explore this well, character and the crew fully.
1: For I mean, I don't know if they're US. actually going to do it but, but technically in the canon uh, Pike was, command, was captain of the Enterprise for 11 years. Was it that he long? Went, yeah, he went on two five-year missions plus some.
0: They won't. They won't. So, man. they won't go that far. So I don't. Th- I don't know if they're going to do eleven <laughs> seasons of the uh, Strange New seven, World. Seven, but... seven max. We just think of Discovery. It's going to its fifth season. So if it, it might get seven, but I doubt it'll get more. You know, you, you don't want to get what, what I hope. No, I think what I hope is that if
1: it, if they can do top quality five seasons of top quality stuff, I think that's fine. No problem. You got to do at least three seasons of top quality stuff, and I'd rather see like five. Once five is done and it's top-notch stuff, fine. Then just do one-offs or move on to the next whatever. I wish, I wish um, the,
0: the Picard had listened to you, mate. They missed out yeah, the top quality part when they were doing three seasons. Uh, well, the other
1: the other thing that's bad about Picard too, just to backtrack a little bit, is that when you took a look at the character of, of Picard in the Next Generation, we'll get on to that in a second. Um, they took the character, the the, the strong, domineering, uh, you know, intelligent person. Doesn't put up with stuff. He knows what the, he's doing. Very sure of himself. Confident. And when they got to Star Trek Picard <laughs> series, they turned the guy into an old, doddering man who takes crap from everybody. Where did this come from? There was a long uh,
0: time in story in in the Star Trek universe that he's not been on screen for me, so he had aged quite a bit since then. Right. So it's to be just, fair. I,
1: but they could have wrote it better. I mean, I don't. I don't accept or. the fact I don't accept the fact that just because you're an aging actor, that you necessarily may be bad. And I'll give you a for instance. We we talked on GGR a little bit about uh, Harrison Ford. Now Harrison Ford is in his uh, early 80s, right? So for Harrison Ford to come back and play Han Solo, or it to looks come back so, and play, you're right, or to come back and play uh, any other characters, they're talking about him coming back to the Air Force One. Um... I mean, he's. I'm sorry, he's too old for the part. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: if he's put into a part that's written for his age range, he's great. And 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 I'll, I'll yeah. give you one quick example. And I won't. I won't uh, belabor it too long. Hopefully There's not. a series on uh, Paramount Plus called 1923, and the whole thing s- s- oh, surrounds. uh uh no, it's great. I was wanting to watch it, but he plays. The perfect role because he's the matriar, the uh, patriarch of the family. He's supposed to be old, and okay. he's good, and he and so for that for that type of a role, he's good at it. Okay. But 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 but, Stur- but Stewart just seems like he's like, let's just throw the old guy in there and make him do a bunch of stuff that he's not really capable. Well, whose fault of doing is that? Anymore. That's
0: the director's fault and the writer's fault. It's not his fault. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. If
1: you, if, you re- if you've read some of the articles that have come out since season one, and in season two he has a lot of input on yeah. he was he, it was originally said well maybe he should have had would,
0: input then cause he doesn't know what he's doing correctly correct correct he's not Very a writer so.
1: <laughs> because he said he said that when he when they first tapped him to come back for picard he said i don't want to do what i did before and he didn't want any of the original series in the care uh, from tng to be in at all yeah no none mm. And then he finally had to relent a little bit, and they let Riker in, and they let Data in a little bit and stuff. And But he didn't want that. And look what's happened between all that. they all flex. came
0: back because Terry's come in and went, shut up, Patrick, I'm in, I'm in charge now. No, let, let's move on from uh, – yep. please, let's move on from that because it's going to just ruin my image of Sean luc Picard <laughs> and Patrick Stewart. Realize. Right, so <laughs> you know why I like Strange New Worlds? There's no reason mm-hmm. to dislike it at all. Gray's fourth least favorable show absolutely appalls and disgusts me. I'm going to actually cut them. I'm going to cut a section out of the pod, so you'll never know what that is. Go, (laughs) Gray.
1: My least preferable, not worst, not that I don't like it, but my least favorable is Voyager. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) And here's my reason behind it because, and I don't want to get too, because we're going to cover the other shows. So the other three shows that we have picked, to my to me, as I watched Star Trek through its years of progression, or whatever you want to call it, um, Voyager, I really like. But the problem with Voyager was the beginning of the problem. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say the beginning of the end, but the beginning of the writing getting suspect. So there are some really good episodes in Voyager. I mean, really top notch writing, just like the prior series that came before it. No problem. Then there's some shows, and there's more than one of them that that are just kind of like, eh, eh, you know. And then there's a couple that are there's some that are really bad as well. And like every season. It's just, so the very the very consistency, in other words, I'm used to like a level of consistency up up here that we were getting. Oh, with, mate, uh, you're
0: catastrophic. You you're you're uh, you're in deep space. Your expectations. Well, what are high. all I'm
1: saying is all I'm saying is TOS <laughs> TNG Deep Space 9 were We're all up here for the most part. And then when Voyager came around, I took a little notch below. And then when Enterprise came out, it went <laughs> just like that, with the exception of maybe the fourth season. It just went down the tubes really fast. Mm. And and so then and then the rest is history, as we know. But regardless of that fact, do I love, let's say, two thirds of Voyager? If I had to like try to put a number on it or something, I would say yeah. So based on that two thirds, it's it's a very strong series, you know. And I and I like it a lot. In fact, I really enjoy the fact that they kind of brought back Voyager when they did Star Trek Prodigy, which Trevor and I loved because it was just trying to get that it's, homage thing it's going. Kind and, of Voyager,
0: isn't it? It's kind of Voyager sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of unofficial. Yeah. No doubt.
1: Yeah. Now, and now going into the next season, it's way Voyager-like, especially since, like, Voyager A. Yeah. So that's all exciting stuff. And mm-hmm. and on top of that, we also got a little taste of. Deep Space Nine today, as in lower decks, so it comes around, goes around, kind of thing. Okay. But anyway, that's my. Uh, so that's my. Pop,
0: what? What? what pop some positives on Voyager for you, mate?
1: You, you gave me negatives. Oh, I mean, I th- I thought generally speaking, the ensemble was was fantastic. I mean, uh, uh, the the cool thing was having a, a, a female captain, which hadn't happened before. Yeah. Um, and it and it happened in a time period where. Unfortunately, some you know female actors out there weren't put in proper lead positions uh, of either TV shows or movies. They were put stereotypical roles. It was, get, it was roles. getting there. Yeah. Right. It was getting there. It was getting there. But nobody made that bold move. And especially on Star Trek, it had uh, always bold. been like, Captain's got to be a male. Captain's got to be a male. It's always like everyone. And, and Janeway
0: and Jane had bigger balls than a lot of other fellow oh, male yeah. counterparts out there.
1: That, that, and I think that was I think it was ingenious that they got Kate Mulgrew to play the part because she really did play a female captain part. Who movie was movie.
0: the French actress before her that was going to be in? I've forgotten uh, yeah. her name. It's at the tip of my tongue. I'm glad they never went with her because in that pilot, pilot, yeah. it, she was crap. There was just no rapport yeah. with her and the crew. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think things, sometimes things happen for a reason, and in this particular case it did. So I think she really she's. I think Captain Janeway is this, is. I hate, to, I hate to use the word stereotypical, but the model, I guess, is a better name for the, for the female officer in Star Trek. Yes. Every, every female officer should look to her as the pattern, so to speak. Female balls. I think, they, balls. Do. I think balls. they do. Yeah. Right, because you, you see it even in Strange New Worlds where the number one is female, which, by the way, if y'all aren't, you know, I'm older than everybody out there, but when the cage first came out before TOS, who was number one? It was a female. So there could have been a female in a in a a position, or there was briefly, way back in the '60s. But they, but the network, they they didn't allow her.
0: He was going to make her uh, that a high level, but Roddenberry was kind of countered at that point. So,
1: yeah, he he couldn't get that one through over over their heads, and they just said, no, 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 we can't do this, we can't do. And so he decided, all right, well, I'm going to use the Vulcan as the number one, and they started fighting him on that too. But then he said he got away with it because Roddenberry said, hey, it's an alien. I mean, we're not talking about anybody on Earth. They go, oh, that's right. Okay, that's okay then. There you go. So he's actually able to get around the suits quite often in the original series. So anyway. Good. So that's that That Did you have a favorite story. episode or character or season in Voyager? I mean, my favorite character is always going to be Janeway. There's no doubt. Um, she was obviously the strongest. I, probably my second favorite would be,
0: would be Seven and Nine. Two, why would why, that be, Gray? Would there be two favorites there for you?
1: It's not because of the sex <laughs> appeal, which was interesting. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. She's a beautiful woman. But but that wasn't the really the only reason. I don't even she like really blondes that, and She really had that part down, though. She really... I mean, that was not an easy Gr- part.
0: Gray, Gray. She can assimilate me any day, pal. More any than day once. Day, not a problem. <laughs> Resistance is, is, and, is and, futile. And,
1: and, I agree. And look, that the fans really did enjoy that character. And only fans? She, what? And she popped OnlyFans, and she popped That's up in said. She popped up in her card. So obviously, people, people really like her. She wouldn't be coming back.
0: I, and she's you going. Know, to, so. She's going to be the number one of the Titanai behind mm-hmm. the captain. We don't know who the captain is. She's. She's. And I, She better not be captain. But end of it, it's too quick for her. I think because of her unique position, she gets a mm-hmm. field promotion to whatever. Temporary captain at the time, and then she gets a full rank of uh, commander or or number one. That's okay you know, because it's hard But do not make her captain yet.
1: You know, it'd be really cool. I don't know if they're going to do it, but what might be kind of neat or a little different would be that the captain of the Titan A turns out also to be a female, a la Janeway.
0: Oh, and two the- women in charge, mate. That is going to be some. That's going to be a moody bridge. That is going to be a really moody bridge. <laughs> now,
1: now, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, 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 I yeah. As far as other characters like Chakotay, I know was the number one
0: or her number one. He was but, a good, he I, was, he was a good number him. one, but he wasn't he was a big a good, Trekkie. He came into that going, It's a payday. I, I'm not really interested in Trek And that's maybe a we'll good thing. Another,
1: we'll, we'll probably do another special on this, but well, first officers. Go, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think he was, he was, he was okay. Weak. No, he was okay. For me, he was okay. He wasn't amazing. He wasn't the worst. He was, he was, he, he was very comfortable and solid, but he wasn't excelling. He should
1: have been. He should have been much more. My my third favorite character probably would have been the, the Doctor. Oh, Bob
0: Picardo! Uh, I love Bob Picardo. Right. So I those agree. Agree. I my favorite. The exact same three order. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, right. Okay. So disgusted it's four, but I'll let you off, Gray, because it's least favorable. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Curveball for th- third. Gray, I selected the same thing, and we'll give her reasons right. as to why. DS9 for both. DS9 for me, a few years ago, would have been in fourth or fifth instead of third. But mm-hmm. as I've got older, I've matured my Trek palette. I have <laughs> uh, watched more DS9. Um, I've seen the DS9 episode in Lord X. Loved that. Um, I, I've just enjoyed it more. Uh, what I didn't like about it at the very start was and I haven't seen Babylon Five for a comparison here, people. Right? So Grey has he's one of these My top shows. My second favorite sci-fi series of yeah, all time. Yeah, And one of these days I will get into it. Um, mm-hmm. For me, Star Trek has got to be on a starship. And let me let me explain briefly why. Um, I get this context that we're trying to go with. And this is the reason why I hope they never do Starfleet Academy because that will potentially. Um, for me, it's got to be on a ship. Space Station was the whole social thing. It was the whole. There wasn't as much storytelling potential, right? Which I think DS9 debunked at quite a bit, actually. It managed to do pretty well. There's a lot going on in this station. There's a lot of shops and stalls and stuff. Quark's bar, everything. But the problem is they were really grounded. So they would take uh, their uh, shuttlecraft, or runabouts, as they were called, like mini mini a poor man's starship. And uh, take that to nearby planets and whatnot. But it was limited. I've just spat on a monitor. Nice. Um, It was very limited. And then for me, its best seasons were actually the Dominion War. When? What were they on? Not the whole time, but a decent chunk. A starship. Mm. And my favourite starship, the Define. And it just opened up massively. You could have some of it on the space station. Some of it anywhere you wanted in the quad Or quadrants, because there was a wormhole nearby. Um, and it just opened up massively. And I'm about yes, Gray and, and and listeners and viewers. I'm all about the story first and foremost. But do you know, what's a close second, Gray. As as Jane we done and Prodigy when she was hijacked. The pew pew, mm-hmm. right? And for me, that is brilliant. And and the defiant when it gets ripping with either Dax, Cisco, uh, or Worf in charge of it. They're all excellent uh, commanders of that ship. Uh, was just brilliant. Uh, I found it a little bit too convenient, although I know why they've done it. That they brought the space station up beside the Bajoran wormhole. That first episode blew my mind because they're moving Chief Miles O'Brien. I don't know if he's a chief at this stage. Moves the space station right beside it, and it's not supposed to be moved like that. And the whole the way they work it out, the 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 the, the shield's been strengthened, and she can't take any more, Captain, and pushing it with thrusters. <laughs> was brilliant and then it got a bit too much like a soap opera in space with the the, the space station and the, oh, you hear the gossip and down at cork's bar and it, but i've loved it ever since it's got a lot better it's higher in my rankings now uh there has been some phenomenal performances and characters on that show for me there isn't many negatives apart from the early seasons where it's a bit uh, I guess great. Avery Brooks without a beard should be banned just like Jonathan Frakes Jonathan Frakes without a beard should be banned, it's not right put the beard on, you look manually you look tough, I'd love to see more of Avery Brooks, but I think he was a he was a couple of dilithium crystals short of a warp core near the end especially in recent times with Shatner's uh, documentary, the Captain's documentary, I think he's lost the love of acting in general I think yeah, he's not yeah. into it as much. I think he is. And I'm not slagging him for this one. You know, some people, the marbles go a little bit. When you, you remember that, the captain's thing, Gray, and he's, Shatner's talking to him, and everything was a metaphor to him. He was on his piano and he's talking about, oh, blah, 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 and answer is, and he would hit some keys, and Shatner's going, okay, moving on to the next captain. Um, but he'll never come back. It's a shame because, yeah. he, do, you know, do you know, he used to be a higher captain for me than I put him down in a recent list. Uh, uh, I think he was my third favourite captain I think the guy is in terms of kick-ass he's just, he's just as good as Shatner if not better for me and the kick-ass as- aspect Shatner was more balanced for me um, but brilliant, a brilliant show um, Grey, do you want to tell the people some reasons why you love it things you don't like about it favourite seasons, characters, what not who's my favourite character uh... actually? A- Avery Brooks hands down I would say ditto, next. No, only kidding. Uh, <laughs> Avery Brooks and and probably Garrick and uh, Quark. There, three it, top it's, characters.
1: It's really hard. I mean, to go back on the series as a whole. Keep, keep talking. Many, just about everything that you said, I pretty much agree with uh, as far as what I thought about the, the series as a whole. Um, it, it did struggle a little its first season or two or maybe three um i think trying to find its its ground i guess yes. or w- where it was going so that was so i wouldn't say the episodes were all weak but they but they could have been better but man once once worf joined which is a big reason why the show also did better is they took us tng character uh, who we thought was done after next generation was winding up and he ends up going over there plus we
0: forget too that the that uh uh Meany, who who Uh played Yeah but engineer, he was a small Bridger. part on tng that i think that was a bit of a difference wasn't it
1: no, I agree, but still, it was a team nice. cast. Nice again. And then, what was the first
0: episode? Who was in the first episode, and what ship that was notable?
1: Well, Picard was in the first episode, And Enterprise D. And the Enterprise D, just to, because it was the tossing and of the and beef econ, between the, the two econ, captains, so or right. not a commander at the time, was yep. brilliant. Yeah, they don't. They're not real fond of each other, and uh, all, you know, Cisco only remembers the Wolf Three Five Nine and various other things that Picard when Picard was aboard, and that that all created an interesting tension, which was really cool. But anyway, when when Michael Dorn came over as Warp, I think all the writing started to come up a notch, and they started really getting involved and in trying to figure out, like, how can we do some things on the show that are different? Because again, generally speaking, it's not spaceship-bound, it's station-bound. But they, they left the station quite a bit yeah. in the runabout and had a lot of really good adventures. I especially enjoyed the whole... Thing with with the Cardassian and Bajoran, because that was the whole thing where they the Bajorans were the ones oh, that were oh yeah It was that in
0: that really sun that really hot planet and they were in caves and stuff and they had to make an alliance yeah. at the end between them it was cat and mouse that was brilliant great oh
1: right and you know uh, and, and you know that uh, the, the the tension between the, the races especially when it's kind of flipped around and Bajorans were in a better position it really made a lot of really good and interesting tension all the way through the series. Uh, And and so Kieran Reese was always, you know, arguing against uh, back and forth with the Cardassians and the Cardassians made a bunch of interesting characters that the show had on as well. So it it really I liked it because it offered something that was different. And the writing after, especially after the second or third season, really went up a notch when they decided that they wanted to get the Dominion War uh, started. I thought that was brilliant because that was something that we really had never been
0: the first proper war done more or less. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly, and how how would you handle this? And that that took a while. Uh, Odo being uh, the changeling, we yeah. end up finding out that his his changeling race is the one that was responsible for the, the Dominion War. Spoilers. That was a that was a big old you know. Oh please, spoilers! After I all know, these years. I
0: know, I'm taking a piss.
1: So that was a, that was something that was quite you know like what you know yeah, and all the tension that that brought. So there was a lot of brilliant, brilliant episodes in that whole series and everything that you pretty much wanted to see you saw and I, I also nod my hat to uh, for this one and only time to Lower Decks when they went back to revisit Deep Space Nine after all these years and they brought back a <laughs> couple of the actors uh, to do the voices of the characters that and was so that good. was such a good episode because what, it was... What was the, the funniest part of that, Gray?
0: Well, that, the, 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 best, the part. best
1: part for me was that it wasn't it wasn't treated, yeah. It wasn't treated as a as a comedy cartoon episode as much as the rest of the season was. This was more treating it more as a DS9 kind of thing. It was more strong in the DS9 area than it was in the lower decks area. Yeah. And that whole thing was perfect because, and it look and it and the characters or the voice actors uh, that took Cork and uh, Kira um Nana Visitor and uh, Armin Shimmerman, right? They, nah, nah. like they, they Nana, sorry, they never. It's like they never ever left their characters. They fell right back into it so well. I thought
0: I was watching a brand new episode or, or a movie. I hope they US got 9. to voice act against one another mate in the oh, yeah, because that sure adds to did. the chemistry. Yeah. I'm sure they did.
1: So that was just like great. So that series really holds up well. And when, and now especially when we're talking about at least in my mind, my top 3 are so close to each other because they're, yes. they're so good and in, so in many areas. It was hard to say of them, them. None of them, right, there's none of them, are, their negatives are different negatives, than, but they all represent the strength of the show, which definitely was the writing number one. And then of course the actors uh, who portrayed number two. So yeah. yeah, Deep Space Nine has so much going for it. And I think people that look back now are going like, oh, this is a series without a ship
0: necessarily always running around. This is yeah, different. yeah. In a whole war. This is different for for me. And my it, my second and third choices are actually I would they'd be exactly the same level if I was allowed to do it like that, but it, it makes no sense mm-hmm. in any kind of scale, Gray. So I had to separate them. My my top is I, my top, I, definitely. I, but um, one thing that I was saying to you just briefly before Gray was mm-hmm. the 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 remind people that are watching this has probably seen this episode, but if you have not, please make sure you watch. The DS Nine episode of on Lord X. I can't remember what episode it was, but season enough to find out. It starts with them going to DS Nine pretty much, and the DS Nine music comes on, and then this the, the commander tells them literally to go round the pylons, and it goes duh, 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 duh. No and, music, and then <laughs> and then it, they kind of do a loop the pylons, and then they're saying, what should we do now? I don't know, just go around the pylons again again. and look at them and the music comes on again. (laughs) They've gone around two, three times like two hours later. Um, But the thing that was, I think that was so
1: cool about that scene before it got to the funny part is when they arrived and they popped on DS9 on the view screen, immediately I was transported back to DS9 days when I first watched it. Immediately. There's the station, there comes the music. The wormhole. And I'm just going and the wormhole and everything and i was just like yeah and i was just like wow and that was the closest thing to me of having a brand new deep space 9 episode like the lost episode or something
0: yeah and it was they, the original never... music and gray yeah. and i've got a problem with the music being half-arsed like they're taking nods and hints from void they do the voyager a lot and they don't put the full please put the yeah. vo- full voyager music in one time and the new scenes is a prodigy please <laughs> once
1: if they well if they when they when they reveal voyager a in prodigy season two and if they don't play the voyager music Mm. complete or at least the real thing i'm gonna be pissed
0: (laughs) but we'll see see we will see we will see um yeah ds9 is fantastic don't get me wrong they did they 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 did take a while to find their feet and it, it started getting a lot better when did the fight come on? And was that season four or five? Can I remember which? That's when it started getting better. You had yeah. everything to play with in this in the toy box. Um sure. but yeah, so great choice for third place, I think, for both. Like you see, it's very hard to choose the to top three, it really is. Uh spoiler alert as well, our second favourite show, Grey and I both selected the same thing. And it's just because they're so close. They're the same kind of era, the same quality of writing, that kind of stuff. In fact, you'd find a lot of writers and actors and recurring actors were going between the shows uh, and then Voyager as well. Um, Our second favourite show is The Next Generation. Oh, wow. Right, so when... uh, What year did TNG start again, roughly, Gray? Late 80s? Yeah. Yeah, so I was born in 83, so... I didn't properly grow up with it. I mean, when it started, I was pretty young. And when it, en- it ended, I was I was that bit older. So uh, if I would been a full-blown, full-fat teenager when it started, I would have appreciated it more and absorbed it more. So I was only kind of half invested in it, but I still enjoyed it. It was more the movies that intrigued me. That's what first got me into Star yeah. Trek, the TNG movies. Some good, some bad. Um and for one, me one good one mediocre and the rest are bad. well it's usually good bad good bad it's such a weird record with the movies uh, especially tng ones um but yeah so for me i loved let's let's start with the negatives the negatives for me some episodes were about this is the downside of having so many episodes in a, in a star trek season because we're talking about them being too short now or, or not the season up been long enough because the quality is better to compensate, and we don't want to get in that whole debate. But the counter to having 20 plus episodes is there are filler episodes for sure. Yeah, there are some, of,
1: some speakers here and there.
0: Yeah, and somewhat, but we've proven that filler episodes don't need to be garbage, but sometimes they are. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't write great episodes for 20, 25 episodes as possible. Some of them are just, you know, when you're bored sometimes. You don't have anything to do, and you are in a binge mode uh, mode for watching TV. You, I used to do this, not so much now. I'll go on and go, right, what TNG episode do I fancy watching? What DS9 or Voyager episode do I fancy watching? And you'll go for the classics because you know they're good, or you'll go for one that you've forgotten to be reminded. Very rarely will you go for the guff ones because you know, why would right. you waste your time? So, that's the only negative I can think of that. I loved everything Oh, yeah, and the, the, the male officers wearing skirts in the first season Roddenberry should have been slapped across the face for that. I'm <laughs> sorry mate, he just, he made an arse of that one. They changed that quickly though Thank yeah. God <sighs> uh, I, I think
1: TNG suffered from the same thing that uh, uh, DS9, DS9. Uh, yeah, Sure, it, it took yeah. like two years for it to really start to crank up to a and I'll say see, thank thank goodness that they didn't abandon it because today in today's world mm-hmm. if if it premiered uh those first two seasons it would have been almost like a Picard it would have tanked you know? it would have tanked yeah people, right people would have went like uh, I don't know. Yeah so 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 But they stuck with it. They got through that the shaky parts or whatever yeah, which even the shaky parts okay were, we're better not, than
0: Picard. Yeah. Were better than Picard. There was there was two <laughs> things for me that only two niggas i could think of let's say the the well three i guess maybe the the some of the episodes were not amazing but the majority of them were good or at least very solid seven out of ten um also let's say the male officers were skirts and also see i touched on this point not long ago if Riker had a beard from day one first season would have been brilliant but he looked like a baby He was so young and chiseled, and there was no beard, and it wasn't manly. You put a beard on him, you put a beard on Avery Brooks, they look solid. They're a proper captain, they're a man's man. Um, You have a lot more confidence in them. Uh, So they're the only actors I think. The positives are too many to to state all, but let's go with the Starship for one. This massive, colossal almost battleship it's not really yeah, a battleship yeah. but it's it's so big it may as well be many ships come up i get the duras sisters and star trek seven generations are like you kidding me that's a galaxy class starship they were they were scared shit of this thing you know uh it's it, it was impressive ship it could hold so many people it had such a talented uh, crew on board it all complemented each other real, real well uh then to just the borg for the first time my favorite bad guy so thank you so much for that uh they didn't do starship separation nowhere really near enough i don't think any ship that can do that done it enough the enterprise e could start to detach you never seen it
1: just, well the, the original designs all the way back to tos was that it could separate yeah. Always, yeah always always including, in
0: the, including pl- the to including the original enterprise oh, yeah. what yeah.
1: That was the original the thing that 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 it could separate and be used as a lifeboat in an emergency. Okay. But they never did it. They never did it. in Tos for a couple so, of reasons. So it's not the canon then. They, the main reason they didn't do it in, the, in Tos is because they couldn't afford it. The effects for that would have been would have shot Yeah, it right true, in the room.
0: true, true, true. So they just couldn't. They didn't bother. Did the devs it time- though on screen. Gray is it canon? is not canon.
1: that sucks i wanted it to be canon even just well it is canon because it was in all the the writings in the bible is that canon mate it's got to be on screen to be in canon no that's always been considered canon it's just not okay okay this has never been done much i've learned something then we we finally got a little bit of it done in next generation in the movie and stuff i mean but they didn't really do a lot of that no they made an arse of it and to be honest with you i don't think they ever should have done that you you can have you have plenty of lifeboats you can send out on a ship that, that would have been quicker. Separate. it would have been quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Way quicker. And, uh, and let's and let's and let's face it. everybody knows that when the saucer separates from the main body, what happens? Both pieces look but ugly <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they, the, just... the, the, they are but ugly, and especially the saucer section the saucer section say that ten times really quickly um, yeah. the saucer section is slow as because. It's support it can it, it can be faster than it is. If it's in warp and it separates, it can with its own momentum continue in low warp for a while. But it wasn't it was stone cold still at the time, so no wonder. It literally just had impulse drives to try and get it away from the warp core and it had no chance. So uh yeah, and then you put Deanna Troy in charge, she crashes the bloody ship, man. So there's many jokes <laughs> there. But yeah, so uh, I'm sure male officers would have done this too I'm not picking, I don't know if she's a woman but she, she sucks at steering starships so there were they were the negatives and the pluses I loved about it it was just so 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 good um, yeah. again you could still see at this stage though Grey because CGI was only starting to become of a, a thing then and it was yeah. still very raw you could still tell that they were borrowing many of the uh, stages and props and Crap backgrounds, the scenery from TOS, because <laughs> some of it you're like just a okay. little more polished Okay, yeah, a little bit more. Like almost everything we do remastered now, but still you were like, okay, obviously DJI gets a lot better on. So yeah, that's the good and bad reasons behind me for TNG. Grace TNG as well. What's good? What's bad about it? Notable characters, episode seasons.
1: I mean, I just I, it's hard for me to go in and start naming episodes, uh, but. There's just so many good ones. Um, but for me, the writing again comes to the front. I mean, the writing on the majority of the episodes is just so good, and I think the ensemble of actors that they had were great, with the exception of Wesley Crusher. Uh, other than Poor Wesley: <laughs> Other than that I' t- nobody liked Wesley.: I like Wesley. Why do you think they got rid of Wesley so quickly after?: a He was so of smart and
0: intelligent, and
1: Now they didn't hit ha- they didn't screw. Right at all. And they're going and they're putting him on the bridge. And I'm going like, no, I don't think so. Cadet on the bridge. No. Star
0: Trek Prodigy. Excuse
1: me. I get it, but with the exception of that, Wesley, which they got rid of well. Okay. Is that the original the original cast was was just really well done. And the writing was just so top notch. It was just it was just excellent. And I think they went into that series with a tremendous amount of pressure to be good because everybody at that point love tos they love the writing how strong it was it was it was the first right the movies were already going things like that and they're just like wow do we have some shoes to fill here and that could have very well been right tanked right down the great you think that was a
0: a reason it was so successful that the movies came along tos movies came along and if it wasn't for tos movies doing well they may have not very well been a next generation
1: Oh, I, I think that's definitely the the, the, the the thing. When they saw the movies doing well, they originally were thinking about, well, should we just spin off something different into Star Trek movies? And then somebody said, no, well, let's just go back to TV Yeah, and then we can go back to movies again. And, oh, okay. So then they did Next Generation back on television. Yeah. Um. Yep. So it was just, it just was such a good series from top to bottom. And it had a great ending uh, when they finally ended the season. The oh, two-parter yeah. was just well, I forgot the name of it now, gosh. Yesterday something.
0: But, no, that's different. Yesterday no, no. was different.
1: Uh, but but the, yeah. that's the one season where the ending totally made sense, and it was great, because the, the finale of, of Deep Space Nine at the very end was not that great. It was, it was very anticlimactic, and that was the oh, only yeah. thing that, that kind of pissed me off about Deep Space Nine. It started out good, like the, how they were going to end it in the finale, and then it just kind of got, just fell flat, it completely does. flat. Uh, whereas, whereas uh, uh, the the uh, the ending of a, a TNG was just uh, was the best of both worlds. Like, oh, great! It. That's a
0: good point to point out. See the best of both worlds. It's one of, if not the best, two parter like mini story arc thing I've ever seen in Star Trek to this day. Wow.
1: I think there was also a bunch of other episodes I can't remember the names. Too. I think wasn't there one measure of a man? where they had um, oh god, that movie star at the time. Oh god. Okay. There's just so many. I can't. I can't. I can't do it.
0: No, Let's I don't do expect you to name episodes. Yeah, you can. You can name like story arcs or like favorite seasons yeah. or you know something like that. But it was just. I can't even name a good favorite season to be honest. I,
1: I. mean, if I had to, I might put season one and two kind of to the side a little bit <laughs> because it was kind of getting its thing going. And then the rest are even. Okay. Right, and then the rest would be all pretty much even and up and down. And for me, it was it was actually really thrilling because I I grew up with TOS, so I thought that was it TOS in the movies, and that's the end of the era. So when I heard little inklings going on of like, well, we're thinking about coming back to television with Star Trek, I'm like, what? <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, what was what great. was that
0: like, Ray? What what, what do you mind telling the, the viewers roughly what age you would have been when it was coming out, or just before it was coming out, and what your expectations or thoughts were that oh, this thing that I thought would probably die slowly well T, keep, when keep tos going.
1: came out i was 10 when uh
0: when next generation
1: came out you're talking uh, 20 years later so i was 30 oh perfect age so, to enjoy yeah it. so it was so it was it was just you know you when when tos finally came back in 79 in the movies and stuff that was like heaven for me it was like unbelievable and then to hear that they might actually come back to TV in some manner, you know, with a new cast was just like, oh wow, this is like more than I can uh, imagine. That yeah. would be just great. I never really thought to be honest with you. I didn't think it was ever going to go past TNG. I figured after TNG was over, that would be the end That's of it. the era. Did you think TNG uh,
0: movies? Did you think that was a possibility? I,
1: yeah, I thought I thought there could be some movies here and there sure, but i pretty much figured that was it. They're not going to they're not going to push this any further. But then DS9 started and it was and it started towards the end of TNG. So basically it was kind of a crossover. And then I start going like, wow, it's the third one. Now that's got to be the end of an era right there. They're going to do this, the three. That's going to be it. And then all of a sudden Voyager comes around. I'm going like, yay, another one. (laughs) (laughs) All close together. And now it's ironic because all these years later we have probably too many going on or, or ah, never but, such uh, thing as too much star trek no i yourself. no. <laughs> well yeah, it depends if they're as bad as picard i don't want to see them yeah other just than that one. Come on. but now we're like we're we're we're, tra- we're trek spoiled because now we got so much going on with trek it's inc- great incredible. great
0: tng i want to know from you um favorite character like characters or like if you've got a top two or three um uh,
1: on oh, and any, any, go...
0: any, anything negative, there must be something negative about TNG.
1: The only thing on my top characters, and this is really cutting hairs a little bit, maybe, but obviously it would be Picard, Riker, and um, uh, Data. After mm. that, then it would it would depend. Probably right after that, it would be Worf, and then you know it's it's so hard because the others are all they're all so good. Yeah, but if I had way. but if I had to be pinned down, I would tell you I would say those are my top three, and then it would be Worf, and then it would be. Jordy and you know, whatever. Okay, uh, the Crusher was interesting, but you know, it, hot back it, then. Was a, it was okay, it was okay. I know mm-hmm. I met her, I have a picture with her, and everything. So, yeah,
0: man, I want <laughs> I wanted more of these interviews, yeah. man. I, I want I want I want deep space nine interviews, um, I want Voyager I
1: episodes, uh, interviews. Sorry, unfortunately, some of the people that I had a chance to interview were ones that were able to be interviewed, the other ones that I did meet and got to talk to for a couple of minutes. We're not doing interviews at the time for whatever reason. Uh, That's up to them. I can't push them to do it. So I, uh, I met, I met Gates McFadden, talked to her a little bit, didn't get the interview. I met one night with Gates. uh, I met uh, uh, Kate Mulgrew. Um, So fine. Yeah, and so that was just it was brief, but it was nice, and you know, and stuff. And again, couldn't no interview on that one. Yeah. Um, So there was a couple I met that I didn't get an interview. It's just the way it happens. But I was very, very, very fortunate to interview the people I did. Okay, Uh, which is which is really great. Any uh,
0: negative? Any negative about TNG? There must be something you were like, I could have done better, or I wasn't. wasn't Not like you disliked or hated. We're doing least favorable. Remember, so right. No, I just
1: like I said, I would just I would probably put the first two seasons. If you're
0: yeah, that's true. And I'm
1: and I'm loosely saying negative, so because they they obviously weren't as good. But again, that would probably be the only negative you want to call it that. Uh, because then
0: it just started really ramping up and doing and doing good. So Yeah. Yeah. That is a good shout, great. That is um I I'll I'll settle on that then. Um we change a little bit for our top show. Yep. Um and for me, right, I'll go first, it's not the same. My favorite show is Voyager. Uh right, okay. I negative wise for that. It's hard for me to find negatives for that show, but when I want to start with negatives, so finishing the pause stuff, And maybe, again, like TNG, there was the odd episode that was about oh my, like Grey mentioned, that's a bit crap. There wasn't many of them for me. Most episodes were a solid 7 out of 10 or higher for me, but you got the odd episode you were just like, yeah, the fillers, are, I'm not a massive fan of that. They This was at the stage where uh, they were using a lot of CGI then. And CGI hmm. for special effects was expensive, so they had to cut that down depending on what they were doing. Um, so they're the only negatives I can think of, um, and I guess I know it's counterintuitive to the nature of the, 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 the series, but how many times they could have got home quicker if they just pulled their finger out of their arse ever so slightly more than they did yeah. they could have, and you're like ah, they could have done this, could have done it. yes I know it's counterintuitive to the show but the only negatives I can find putting it, putting it away, I like pretty much everything else about it, um, for one the concept fascinated me, fascinated me, having this ship all by its own on the other side of the galaxy trying to get home. Oh, yeah, one small negative thing that's a funny one. The unlimited bloody supply of shuttlecraft and torpedoes, man, honest to God. If they just had the, 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 the prodigy vehicle replicator thing, which was a technology they had then, oh, just didn't write we can for assume. it. assume. We can assume they had No, it. we was, can't. It's not, not canon. Well, first we of all, didn't.
1: I could get, I, I get under that one because as long as the crew is capable, and I'm sure they were, of building torpedoes and stuff, they would just have to find the, the materials. Yeah, that that's the
0: problem, stuff. Gray. You have to find the materials. Finding Replicating stuff it takes energy, but you can't replicate energy. You have to find those raw materials. And yes, it's possible, but you need like refineries and all that shit. That you maybe can't do it. Right, in a but, they're not, but they're
1: not going to make they're, right. They're not going to make an episode about that because it'd be boring as hell. So you just got to kind of assume. I know,
0: but we techni- we get technical and nitty gritty. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. voice you know. But yeah, yeah. I can't let it slide. Of course, I said, did I not say a little funny talk thing? I'm not mm-hmm. it up for that one. But yeah, like the positive was the aspect of them being like the over there, the the technology they picked up on the way that then got incorporated into Starfleet later on. Uh, Transwarp didn't come directly from that but they learned stuff from that Slipstream did come from that, hands down uh, Now the one things that you don't see, and I'm glad you don't see future Janeway, which she went there in Endgame Transphasic Torpedoes and the Shields you don't see them again after that and that's maybe a good thing, because maybe they can explain this with like timey-wimey stuff bringing that mm-hmm. technology to the future you have to scrap it to protect the timeline or something, I'm okay with that um but they took advances forward. They were crossing the moral threshold and bending the prime directive more than a lot of the other trek shows done because oh we're over here, it's okay. No, Janeway always stuck to her guns. We are Starfleet officers. She managed to get two crews to come to together, the Mackey crew and the Federation crew. There was beef with that, storylines behind that. It was brilliant. And like I say, Janeway with the female balls. Don't mess with her, man. She was hardcore. Um, some great storylines. And they took my favorite bad guy, the Borg, and they just put it in a, a present with a bone on the top of it, man. They, they just perfected it. They had the CGI then. They had more advanced or more experienced stories for Star Trek at this stage. Um, and they had um what was, didn't
1: they introduce species four? yes someone that
0: can kick their asses and and i love that although it got a yeah. bit too comical when they seen them species 8472 on the federation uh, sh- uh what was it it was an outpost that recreated so they we're getting ready to infiltrate them and it got a bit too silly sometimes for this one this is this the most powerful species i've ever come across and chicote is going on, on a date with one of them Man, i was like, so that was episode was both great and crap for that yeah. reason. Um, but I love that, like Scorpion parts one and two, when Seven Nine comes on board and Species Eight Four Seven Two, and the score on that, the music, da 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 da, and you're just like, wow, <laughs> the Borg are getting their RCs handy to them. We, we could do another uh, oh, special on the music. We, we, re, oh, we, we, sh, we, we definitely should, great. But the one small negative you could say about the Borg stuff is they've done a bit too much of it there was something like yeah. 20 plus episodes high 20s well, this is the, of this is what borg. i had mentioned
1: before that uh, or the part that i didn't like about voyager is that as the seasons went on the borg started to get watered down more and more yes so till by the, till at the end when it was all over the borg was the half of what they used to
0: be well what, what happened um, at the end when they were doing that gray with the borg Literally, Starfleet, especially with future Jane, we were pissing all over the Borg. We were literally, I hold my beer. At one point Jamie goes in, and I was going to watch this the other night. There's an episode where they actually go hunting for the Borg. Like, you're the prey this time, to get a trans uh, 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 warp coil. Uh, They were going to get some... Mm. And it was a smaller ship. It was a scout ship, but it was an armoured one, and they were literally taking it on and smashing it up, and I was just like... Yeah, the a little, key. little not, not
1: realistic.
0: Yeah, it would have
1: been better. It would have been better if the Borg had, I don't know, run into some anomaly and blew up, and then they could get it then, or species yeah. eight four seven nine whatever destroyed species eight four seven
0: two. Man, come on, right? Eight four seven whatever, and they get it then.
1: <laughs> I mean, that would have made more sense. But yeah, trying to you don't go after the Borg, dude. You're gonna get destroyed. You get, you can't just go after them.
0: Yeah, I, I, an episode, but the- you really don't want to pick. Yeah, the yeah. Ep- the episode they done with the Borg were... Uh, I can't... I never remember the name of episodes. I'm really bad with names and things. But yeah, when no, they no. when they had the dream state of the Borg, I just thought that was a bit silly. And then you see more of the uh, 709 as her human form. And they, I mean, you see her as her human form, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's even more stunning. Um, <laughs> and she's... They're doing the dreaming thing, and she's got a lovely... enough talk Oh, no, no. But then you start seeing more of the Borg Queen stuff, and... And it was either Suzanne, I think it was Suzanne Thompson, Alice Creasier was in the movies. I may have them mixed up, though, right, the other way around. But the Borg Queen and that, and Endgame was bro. I, I remember watching Endgame, the series finale of Voyager, at a Star Trek convention in Blackpool, England. And at that, at that stage, you couldn't get, the internet was very raw, you couldn't get the torrents and the downloads. And you would be a few weeks behind, two, three weeks behind the States. And I remember watching Endgame, before people in the States even watched it, uh, they had a copy, and we were all sitting there, a the lot of us just, <gasps> and at the end, you know, there was just, you see them get home, and people were like, I don't think they should get home, it, it's still split to this day, there are some people, not many, that will say, I don't think they should ever got home, you know, it's not believable, but they had to. It was a yeah, sto- yeah, it was yeah. journey from start to end great, and the score and the music when they got at the end, the look in Jane Wee's face, the emotion, I had a little tear in my eye. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. They come home, the whole fleet's there to greet them, and I'm glad, at the time I went, please land, please, we want to see what happens, the celebration, just give us five minutes of that. Now, in hindsight, I'm glad he didn't do that. Just the head towards the planet, it ends, that's it. Um one of my i just and i was a lot older i was i was well in my teens then so i watched that uh, religiously i used to have vhs tips it. i've lost them now i've met (laughs) several of the voyager cast at that comic-con lost the pictures for that i'm really pissed off about that gray uh but yeah just a top top show gray's negative on it of some episodes were a bit meh my counter to that is some of the tng episodes were a bit meh so you know it's not a bad thing for me there was always 20 plus episodes. You were always got a small number of them that were a bit meh, but the majority of them were great writing and what a sandbox they had. They had the best sandbox to play in Grey. Uh, yeah, I Still I, Starfleet, I play, but.
1: It may not be a matter of episodes. I mean, it's more of a matter of consistency for me. No, oh, yeah. I think the consistency of good writing was better in the other shows. Um, yeah. okay. Again, not that they didn't have great episodes, they did. I just found that, that it was went like this a lot sometimes you'd see one and you're like man that was a damn good episode the next episode you see uh, i don't know yeah. and then all of a sudden it's great and then uh, and then it's great and, uh. <laughs> and it kept it kept going up and down so much i was like i was getting like nuts after a while but <sighs> but overall i still i still really enjoyed it
0: i i would have killed i would never happen to see voyager uh re-released in I mean four K, yeah, that's that never even happened with happened. TOS or the next generation. But to see it even released in H D would be great. But we've we'll ex- touched on briefly why that'll never happen. Too expensive. Mm-hmm. But I would love, 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 love to see it. But yeah, anyway, so that's my top sure. show and the reasons why in the Natos. What is Gray's top show? Why and 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 you've mm. got to point out at least one negative for me, man, surely. I wonder, what could it be? I think it's uh, Discovery, mate. I think it's Star Trek Discovery.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no, the first and the best to me is always going to be the original series. That I would never change my mind. Or just Star about. Trek,
0: as it was called, then.
1: It, just plain Star Trek, right. We've all adopted the original series because, well, it was first, so it was the original series, regardless of timelines and all that other stuff. Um, for me, it's, it's, a, it's, I think, part of the reason, and I could be wrong, about this but part of the reason i think too is what you grew up on trev grew yeah. up on voyager so as some of your opinion right. is going to be a bit a bit jaded because you, you grew up with it and for me it, it definitely would be the same thing too the the cool thing though is you know being a little bit older is i truly did grow up at the beginning of star
0: trek bb and you were at a good age for it as well 10 mate exactly
1: and uh and and the funny thing was i loved science fiction then i used to read you know, books by the old authors, so, Jules Verne. Great, can I ask you a real quick question? Did T. the show
0: season one, two, and three back-to-back back or was there ever a break in between them? Oh, no, season... it was
1: season one. It's, what they did is, back then, anyway, season one did its amount of episodes and then it was off for months until it came back for season two. Back then, it was everything was on schedule. So, In other words, uh, the season premiered of all the new shows and the shows returning would all premiere in September. Yeah. Period. That's out the window, though. Right, and they would all run until around whatever, February, March, April, depends, Mm. May, and then all of a sudden, when summer started getting close, that was it, and then you had three or four months of nothing, and then it would return for the second season. It was always that way until things started getting crazy. So, for me, it was just like, I'm reading science fiction, I'm loving science fiction, I'm reading the books like crazy of all different science fiction authors and junk. Uh, I mean, mean, Heinlein and H.G. Wells and and Jules Verne and all this stuff. I'm reading the classics, and then all of a sudden I see like, oh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a sci-fi series on television. I'm going like, really? Because everything on television is the furthest thing from science fiction you can think of back then. And so I'm going like, right. So and then I start seeing this thing Star Trek, and I go, oh, that's a cool name. And then I started seeing some of the promos for it before it ever aired, and I'm like, okay, to
0: boldly this go. <laughs> is,
1: this is different, and I'm going, this is different. And then I then once I saw the Enterprise. My jaw drops to the ground. I'm just going like, what a
0: freaking cool ship that is. I'm like, I've never seen <laughs> What did you make of it, Gray, right when you this? first saw it? What did you make of it? You were, were you like, what's the deflector thing? What are these pylons thing? What I, propulsion I, has it got? You know?
1: I, could, I, would, I seriously was speechless. I've never seen a ship like that because I always, you know. Very unique. Friend, you're always thinking of, uh, of something that looks like a jet or something that looks like a, a flying saucer. Yeah, <laughs> it's or, old sci-fi. Yeah, you know, so, right. And so, nothing like this yeah. ever. I never dreamed a ship could ever look like this. I'm like, what is this? And I look cool. at it, and I'm just like, and it was so glorious watching the ship. And I'm just going like, wow. I'm saying like, well, this is just way beyond anything I've I've ever seen because there wasn't much on. Yeah. So to that to this day, I still feel that way because that was. It's hard to describe it but your emotions just go crazy because you're a sci-fi nut and everybody... Right no, then, great. Was, I understand
0: know. perfectly, mate. I really do.
1: So that was, that was great. So being the first, being uh, growing, up with, growing up with it, and then even more so, even though I was only 10 when it started and I actually liked it even better when I got a little older and saw the reruns for the second, third, fourth, fifth, eighth time, <laughs> like, I realized how good the writing was. I, I couldn't... Because I had been reading these the books, you know, books, and I'm going, like, wow, they're actually writing something intelligent. I mean, this is like intelligent stuff. Mm. And I'm going, nobody does this on television. And, you know, that I, you know, I'm watching like Beverly Hillbillies and Gilligan's Island and all this stuff. Okay. <laughs> and you're not talking about super intelligent stuff. They were good in their own right and they were funny, but this is nothing like this. And I'm just like, this is like really different. So it'll always be the best to me. Uh, to, this, to this day, I, I still strongly feel that overall, the writing for the original series is better than just about anything that's been produced for Star Trek yeah. uh, beyond Agreed. period. Not that it would not that the writing was excellent and strong in TNG and excellent and strong in DS9 and excellent and strong in most episodes of Voyager. It was all good stuff. But if I had to sit there and rank writing of every episode of every series, then TOS still to this day is just and, and there was reasons for that, not just because it was first. Mm-hmm. But they had science fiction writers as consultants and actual writers doing part of the script.
0: Well. Scientists, everything were involved. I mean, it was like, they, they done that wow. in Stargate as well, to be fair. And I love it when a, a right. sci-fi show does that. Right. That's what makes it semi-believable, unlike things like Star Wars. Let's hire someone Star Wars. No, we, we won't.
1: <laughs> well, see, it's funny you mentioned Stargate because if I hadn't ranked my top you know, three or four sci-fi series. It's Star Trek, it's Babylon Five, and then it's Stargate SG One. Stargate's my second, so yeah. Um, so that and says and all. Not, and I could like I, and not, and even though I I like uh, parts of Atlantis, and even though I liked Universe and stuff, the first one, SG One, is oh, still it's the best. Yeah, agreed, man. Yeah, yeah. top yeah. So, and anyway, to get back to Tos, I just that, remember then when I'm watching the special effects, there was no special effects like this out there period so when you saw this and you saw space and you saw planets and you saw the enterprise and you saw all the stuff going on it was just totally brand new back then yeah. in in our eyes watching it back then it was every bit as good as what we're seeing today because yeah. that, that was cutting edge i understand you know back then so it was just outstanding so for many other and 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 i, I won't even get into the cast now so the cast that mm. they picked for TOS West were also excellent. There's these people that were really good actors and they were able to play their parts. And I'd never seen to that, and I know I was young, but I never saw an ensemble, what they call an ensemble cast like this before. They were all great, like, all wow, of them. Yeah, and, and it was truly the family-ish aspect, which is what really drives Star Trek when you can like your crew or your main crew, your top five or six or seven of the crew, so much that they're, if you lose one or somebody gets hurt or whatever, you feel awful because that's part of your family. Some world
0: first as well. The first interracial kiss. The the first woman of color in a command position or at a bridge in a position like that. Mm
1: -hmm. There was many things. One of the the things that was brilliant about Roddenberry back then was the fact that he knew that he could get certain stories right around the... uh, the, Remember, he was dealing with TV censors. Okay, so the censors back then were very powerful. And if they didn't like something, it ain't going on TV, period. End of story. So what he was able to do is because they didn't understand science fiction, a lot of the censors, he was able to take many of the themes that were going on in the world at that time and incorporate them into science fiction stories. And the the censors just went like, yeah, science fiction, you know, fine, whatever. And they didn't, and a lot of this got under their nose where they never even saw it. One, one blatant uh, example was that there was an episode, um, I can't remember the name right now, but there was two characters on the episode and down the middle of their face, right? Their face was split. Half of their face was white and half their face was black, right? Now, I know it looks a little weird, but still, okay? And he does this episode. And, I, and, and when I first watched this, I was totally surprised at the end because I didn't even think about how this was going to end. As I'm watching this and, and as I'm watching these two guys fighting each other and they're, they're, they're like really pissed off at each other and they, they both want to kill each other for various reasons uh, that they spelled out in the writing. The writing was good. You know, you did this. and Yeah, but you've done this. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there through the whole episode going like, what? I get I understand that they're angry at each other, but why are they so angry at each other? And why are they? they're both the same. What's the problem? I don't get it. So as I'm going through this and seeing the anger build up and all the stuff going on in the episode, and there came one point in the episode which you never noticed because everything else was so brilliantly done around it. And they, and Kirk, I think it was Kirk, asked, like, why, why are you so angry at each other? I don't understand. <laughs> and he goes, well, isn't it apparent? And the crew on the on the Enterprise is looking at each other going like, what's, what's so apparent? I don't understand. He goes, my face is white on the left and black on the right. His is white on the right and black on the left. And all of a sudden, I'm looking, and when you see the characters, I never noticed it. No one noticed it. It was brilliant. And once mm. I saw that, I went, oh, crap. So this is race relation and tension, etc., w- w- rolled up into a science fiction episode. Yeah. And yeah. The, now all of a sudden it all started making sense, that, you know, and stuff like, wow, okay. And this would have been something that if it was normally had been done on regular television would have been censored immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. then. And he got through it. But it was this episode was well, so well done in the camera angles that they were using, how they each, whenever they showed the character, mm-hmm. they very carefully didn't show them together, per se, really close, you know, except maybe when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And even when they're fighting, there was like they did things. So you couldn't really tell. So really, unless you were just happened to notice, you didn't know any of this until the end. Now, that's just one example. I just wanted to point out an example of what what was astounding about the series. That was not a a hard thing. I mean, uh, that was not an easy thing to do, to write and to get through the censors. And they faced a lot of that stuff back then. When the interracial kiss came around and they they first read that, the TV censors, they said, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't happening. Sorry, take it out. And Roddenberry had to go back and say, yeah, but you don't understand. It's an alien entity that is forcing them to do this. This is not, they're not in their right minds. And the censors thought about it, thought about it, thought about it, and finally they went, "Mm, okay, I guess you're right. Since they're controlled by aliens, the interracial kiss can go by. Came a long way, Really Came a long way. Exactly. And they got that by the censors. Otherwise, again, if that was put in normal television episodes, that would have been taken out yeah. right away. Yeah. So it's... this is another, just another example. So it was very difficult to write for the shows. Was back there any negative
0: to the show or the TOS? There was yeah, something there something that was... you didn't like or thought could have been better?
1: There were some episodes, like anything else, where the episodes were kind of corny. Um, everybody knows, or most fans know, that the worst episode in the entire run of TOS was called Spock's Brain. And it was pretty bad. <laughs> Um, I mean, the actors tried their best, uh, but it was really silly. It was all about how the how they took Spock's brain out and stuck it into a computer, so they could run the computer with Spock's brain. And then, meanwhile, Spock's body is still working. He has this thing in his head, and he's walking around like a robot.
0: Did they <laughs> actually like, take
1: his brain out of his head?
0: Yeah, yeah. How is that and even then, possible when you're in the Star well, Trek? This, because it
1: was, it was an it was an advanced alien race, right? Oh, okay. And right. so, how do they get the brain back again? Well, McCoy sits under this. Weird looking thing he put on his head, and all the knowledge of the alien race invades his brain long enough for him to be able to perform the operation to put the brain
0: back. Oh, uh, where have we so seen this already? Before?
1: Already, I'm watching this, and even as a kid, I'm going like, "Wait a minute!" I mean, you you can be pretty advanced, but this is this that, is a little much happened,
0: here. That happened with Jack O'Neill and start SG one a little bit, where the knowledge is downloaded to his head, kind of thing, that almost kills him, overwhelms him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what happens exactly what ha- happened in this episode. Yeah, so it was yeah. done way before Stargate, but it was silly because there came a point in the time where he's putting the brain back in, right? And McCoy goes, Oh, I can't remember what to do, the information's leaving my head. So, how do they prefin- finish the operation? Spock tells him how it. to
0: finish it. <laughs> oh, my god,
1: and he's going like, Connect this, connect that. Yeah, okay, now I can talk better. I'm like, Oh boy, <laughs> like, so She's yeah, there were a couple.
0: Couple episodes it, where it was kind of weak, like the, that. The ship never moving properly when it looked like a drunk person puppeteer moving across the screen. Yeah, but that see, never bothered you. Back,
1: no, because back then there wasn't anything like it. That's so all you were used
0: to. to. So you were it like, nothing for, that, so as I'm yeah. concerned,
1: that's normal. Exactly. It was totally normal. Well, no, it was actually first of its kind. So what they did, you, 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 didn't, you didn't see that. Later, you saw it because as effects got better, now you start going back and going, like, oh, all right, now i can see this stuff before you saw nothing you saw nothing um so it was all just like amazing you know yeah but, yeah. but for choice. that many and 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 I, I i've also been able to interview a lot of the people of the cast too which is interesting i never got to, to do the top three unfortunately uh but i've done
0: doing more than once takai more than once well You've you said the, they were, the they were difficult to interview Ray. the top three anime anyway, man so i don't really blame right. you for that okay. um but, yeah, um, listen, time-wise, we, we, we can really, really quickly mention, an honorable mention here, uh, we don't have really time for the best animated Star Trek, you know, to to give you a quick rundown, Grey and mm-hmm. nice favorite uh animated show is Prodigy, by, by yeah, quite it, a bit, easily. probably. Yeah, and then Lord Dex, because it was meh. It had good moments, had bad moments. It was meh for me. And then original is Grace Cena, I've not. So, I wouldn't even comment on it, and I'm not interested in ever watching it either. It, it is voiced by the actors the from TOS, Cats. which mm-hmm. makes it special. I just, it's the Scooby Doo type animation. I'm not, it's not I funny.
1: Right, I'll only tell you one thing the stories were freaking excellent, the writing yeah. was by the same people that yeah, wrote TOS. Makes sense. That but when sense. you got to the animation, oh boy, yeah, even I was cringing. Even though I was, I was a little <laughs> older. I was it was like,
0: ticker. it was like I've seen bits of it, like, uh. you know, Kirk and all that. See when they start running, it's like the Scooby and the Scooby Gang running away and um, in the you know, in the mystery. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's just you know, animated side. Of it. Prodigy is brilliant. It, it, it's it's good enough to be a live action show for me. The yeah. honorable um, mentions we had really quickly, and I penned them down for this, It was great. It mentioned this was. There's another two shows, obviously. There's Star Trek, Discovery, and Enterprise. Now, I don't know which way you put it down, great. I don't know which is the better or the worst of the two. I know you're not... Uh, Discovery, for re- me, is the better of Discovery and Enterprise. Yeah. That's
1: the reason. That's the order. And I that's on season in.
0: three and four alone. Not even okay. one and two.
1: <laughs> because I looked at it this way. As a, as a whole, since I did enjoy season three and four, not so much one and two of mm-hmm. Discovery and enterprise, I hated almost all of it, except for maybe some of the fourth season or whatever. Gray hasn't, yeah, you haven't seen enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Discovery would be better. Great, Gray's
0: only seen like what two seasons, a season of Enterprise, so he hasn't seen all of it to comment. And I won't make, I won't make make him watch that. I won't. I won't. But hey, I'll stand by what I said. Yes, it's one of the weaker ones, but it's. There is story arcs and there is episodes that are just for them. I love the whole concept of being the first, the very first, the NX first. The, the technology wasn't always there. The phasers and the torpedoes and shields weren't a thing. I loved that. It was, the concept and I was at that age, came after Voyager that I was and that was the first HD show as well, proper CGI. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing this raw starship in the very start of it. And that's where the NX thing came from. They then started, there's NX of every major line that comes up every starship. So loved it, absolutely loved that. But I mean, one, hmm. one
1: thing about Enterprise I think that disappointed a lot of fans at the beginning was the fact that we wanted to see a progression of something going into the future yes. past, past TNG and DS9. We wanted to see the next century and how, you know, yeah, we did, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, it went all the way back to the beginning. We're going, yeah. like, why? Yeah, I know. And a lot know. of a lot of fans hated that. The second reason they hated it was the open and the music. Oh no, I hated music. We, for, for, for for
0: for 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 everyone out there, Gray and I tend to prefer the the traditional Star Trek music. Usually, there's no singing involvement in it because it's very hard to right. do it. We like more of the uh, we Good. like Work more the of the pieces. exactly, Grey, Thank you, and that's what works best when you've got a guy. It's been a long way, Shut up just mute it see it when they awful, see, see they, they, great they done a mirror universe of uh, of uh, enterprise I don't know if you've ever seen those episodes and and the music is different there's no singing it's brilliant it's so much better anyway listen guys we need to we do need to wrap up there um we didn't have as much time to talk about them, but we got the, the the good stuff out there which is the most important thing we mentioned the worst show of all of them at the very start grace so well done for that uh thank you all for your patience we'll do the usual call to arms um Please comment below on your top five, please. I'm curious. Uh, any ideas or specials you want to see, um, little cheeky thumbs up there as Grey Schoner and uh, cheeky subscribe if you like this kind of content. Uh, we are available on Trekway uh, on Twitter um, and in all audio pod- podcast platforms. Uh, you don't need to watch us. You can just listen to us if you want. Uh, my colleague and friend here, Grey, has got his own pod as well, GGR, where... If you like Star Trek, we, we touch on it at the odd time, but we do talk about lots of cool entertainment stuff. A lot of it is around like the superhero stuff, the fantasy, the sci-fi, but we'll talk about what's hot at the time, really, with Grey and his pod, and we do specials in that. We'll have one coming out uh, tomorrow, or over the weekend anyway, uh, and he's at uh, Green Gray's Green Room on the usual p- podcast and YouTube platforms and on Twitter as well. Give him a shout. And last but not least, we do a gaming pod. We're all about pods uh, with our friends <laughs> over at Extreme PC UK. And if you Google for them, you'll Which get... We're the we're doing in about an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you'll oh. get the Discord link for that as well. Because um, I think his, his, his website now is something like extremepcuk.podbean.com He moved his podcast yeah. over to Podbean. Yeah. So if you Google that, I'm sure you can find it. But listen, thank you as always. Uh, we'll be back next week where we've got an interview, and I won't tell you who the interview is with. Gray does, had done interviews back in the 90s with some people. Tune in next week, Thursday for that. It'll be released, and until then, do your thing, Gray.
1: Live long and prosper.
0: Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.